Hey there, thoughtful listener. Would you like consistent and predictable sales activity with no spam and no ads? I'll teach you step by step how to do this, particularly if you're an agency owner, consultant, coach, or B2B service provider. What I teach has worked for me for more than 15 years and has helped me create more than $10 million in revenue. Just head to upmyinfluence.com and watch my free class on how to create endless high-ticket sales appointments. You can even chat with me live and I'll see and reply to your messages. Also, don't forget, the Thoughtful Entrepreneur is always looking for guests. Go to upmyinfluence.com and click on podcast. We'd love to have you. With us right now, Todd White. Todd, you are the founder CEO of ClearPeg. You're found on the web at clearpeg.com. Todd, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Josh. All right. Well, Todd, give us an overview of the work you do and and what you do with ClearPeg. We're focused 100% on professional development. Uh, We work specifically with the C-suite to help them build the tribe of their future that they desire. Why is that? So if there's someone right now and, you know, within the organization, you know, they're kind of the C-level, why would a company, uh, I mean, it sounds like a silly question to ask, but let's ask it anyway. Um, You know, why invest in professional development for your future leaders? Oh, that's a great, I love that one. Because if you're not, if you're not investing in your future, who is? If if you've left if you've left the development of your mid career professionals that are you know, they're they're your top people in most cases you want to invest in them and if you're not doing that who is you've left it to chance they're relegated to the internet whatever they can pick up buy big buy big borrow or steal and what we know is um, there's different places where people are in terms of their career but people in that middle third of their career um, they're often the ones that are most poachable. There, if somebody approaches them, you can assume they're safe, but if they get a little bit of sideways or questioning whether they're wanted or I'm in the right place investing my time, somebody approaches them and they they steal them from you and I go, oh, wish that hadn't happened. Yeah. And and tell me about uh let's share a little bit about your background because I know you've been you've been in this world for quite a while. You've got some longevity and certainly some um some some authority and, and experience. Give us a little bit of background about like where you've come from and you know what makes you um you know, obviously you've got some really great clients today, but um, you know, how has your past prepared you for the work that you do today? Well, that's a dangerous question, Josh. I will I will attempt to re- <laughs> to answer that, but I'm a recovering engineer. My first my first ten to fifteen years, boots on the ground, mechanical engineer, a bit of a knuckle dragger, is kind of a derogatory term, but that's how you learn. That's where you get dirt under your fingernails and understand how things work. My last fifteen and twenty have been strategy consulting, business assessments. I've done those globally, more than fifty across the world. I've lived in Dubai, lived in China. Uh, went to China, set up operations over there, uh, specifically growing the territory. And then it was time for me to move, move, move away, get back to the States, was asked to take, take over global HR, did that for a couple of years. So I've reinvented myself no less than five times. 
I've worked across more than 20 different industry verticals, hands-on with a lot of uh, just pretty much every function you can imagine. And that's what enables me to have a specific or unique approach to working with any individual coachee, top to bottom, bottom to top, comfortable with any conversation, meet people where they are and help them grow from there. You've worked in environments where, um, and this is a really interesting conversation here, um, or question, I think. Uh, we'll see. Um, but, uh, you know, this idea of, you know, when you've got, and I think we can all identify with this, you know, let's say you've got a, an organization or a company, you've got a culture, and you've got kind of like your white shirts, you know, in, in the corner offices and, you know, kind of the C-suite. And then you've got all of these amazing, very technically minded engineers, you know, just technical, both doers and leaders. And, and I think sometimes um, they're, they're in organizations, there can kind of be a bit of a chasm there. Can you address that? Because I know you've got experience with that. Well, I, like I think I mentioned earlier, we I look at careers in thirds. So your first third, in a lot of cases, this is where HR fundamentally lives, and HR will dispute this, but Compliance commitment, regulatory, uh, here's your seat, here's your role, here's your function. And you got a lot of people there that are just figuring things out for a period of time. And you've got people, that's all they want to do. They're fine. Leave me alone. I work nine to five. Don't bother me. I'm comfortable. And then you got folks that are moving beyond that. So they've earned their bona fides. They've got their degrees. They've got a little bit of experience. They're moving their way into the second, the, the middle third of their career. And then you got the folks like the white shirts you're talking about up to the, the last third of your career. And at that point, they're kind of like, leave me alone. I may be trying to figure out my white horse into the sunset. I've been there, done that, those elements. And then you got the ones they are on fire. You know, they're working 40, 50. They're just consumed, right? So they, they've got their own path, their own desires. Doesn't mean they don't need a helping hand and some guidance here or there. But between the, the first third and the last third is this middle third. And they're the ones, am I making enough money? Am I valued? Am I appreciated? And uh, am I investing my time in the right company for the right reasons? And if they ever get to this thing, am I wanted? They're poachable, they're risk. And they're the ones that are largely left to chance. Everybody assumes they're safe. But in today's, particularly if you're a high knowledge technology worker, you know, you're, you're on fire, you're you're into a lot of technical, I call them technology workers. They're very, very poachable. And so somebody can just swoop in very quickly and, and offer them a nice, uh, a more attractive compensation package or make them feel valued and they'll jump ship. And it's a surprise to leadership. How did we lose that person? Now we got to find somebody to replace them. They're not easily replaceable. I'll have to spend time, energy, money, finding somebody, then I got to re-educate those people. So when you look to what it actually costs you to re replace one of those high performers that are growth mindset, it can easily be, uh, my experience, it's probably at least one times their annual salary, maybe more. And it takes you six months or a year to get them ramped up to speed. And guess mm -hmm. what? In today's, there's such a gap in expectations between employers and employees they may join your organization, never physically meet anyone because they're remote, they're not getting the attention, and they'll quit before you get a chance to onboard them. So it's, uh, you yeah. ask, it's it's a very dynamic situation. But if, if you're not building your tribe and building your, the people that want to follow you, want to fit your culture, if you leave that to chance, don't be surprised if you lose them.
Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I want to talk just a bit, Todd, about when you are working with a an organization or working with a client. What does that typically look like? What does professional development look like with ClearPeg? We do is we work with the C-suite and we help them identify, work with them or give them the, the characteristics that, uh, you know, where do you invest your money? Where do you invest if you're buying stocks or companies or whatever? You invest where you honestly believe you're going to get the best return. And so what we do is we, we've we established it. If you probably look to the the growth mindset with Carol Dweck, there's another couple of people, but there's, there's 10 or 15 things that identify a growth-minded person. But what we look to, there's five specifics that we, we look to and share with leadership. So one of the things, the people are becoming or they already are subject matter experts. So they bring something specific to the party. So they're valued for that particular thing. They're also accountable. These are the people, they don't make excuses. They're accountable. They, they're they're going to get the job done. They don't, they're just going to get it done. You know, they're going to get it done. They're also not afraid of failure. They don't want to fail backwards, but when they fail, they fail fast. They learn fast. They fail forward. They keep going. And you recognize those people. Oh, well, I wish they hadn't have done that, but I'm glad they did because they needed to fail because now they understand what it takes and we can help them. We can build them to grow. The other thing is, is really it's on the effort side. People ask me, well, hey, what's the return on investment of this professional development executive coaching? Well, it might be zero. If it's not, it's not so much the coach as it is the coachee. When they're willing, they care, they're willing to put in the effort, they listen, they adopt whatever needs. They they're they're taking ownership again, accountability, their care, they're putting in the effort, and that makes the difference. So it's really return on effort. You have to have congruency there. And leadership recognize that. How that's not that's you can't really measure the most important things. You just kind of know it based on those people and how they engage, but they're willing to put in the effort. And the other thing, the the fifth element that we look to in a growth-minded individual, they're not consumed with considering or jealous of what others have. Somebody else got this opportunity, somebody else got a new car or a new relationship. They're not consumed, they're not eat up with others. And so if more of that fixed mindset is it's it's always somebody else is holding them back or somebody got something. It's just we did nothing we do is in context of remediation or being punitive or I know some organizations they get selected for coaching and they only find out later when they're reporting back to their boss or their manager. Oh wow, you made it through that. We didn't think you were gonna make it. <laughs> You know, and 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 I know we talked about this um, earlier, but you know, just kind of painting a vision for, you know, we could put a pin on it and say ROI, you know, but uh, you know, just thinking about, you know, what is the org, what is the type of organization we want? Oh, I do want to ask you about this, Todd. Um, okay. It's the advantage of bringing in an outside consultant versus trying to do it in house with, let's say, a book club or something. <laughs> And I don't mean to make light of that, but I mean, you know, the, the value of having an independent voice, someone who's kind of yeah. be a little bit more, maybe less married to some ideas, maybe a little bit more objective. Sorry, I don't mean to lead the witness here. That's kind of what, well, what I would immediately think of why that's so valuable. And these consultants that we've brought into our organization, right? I, again, I'm so sorry. I'm, I feel like I'm answering your question, oh, uh, but I just want to throw this in there, right? It's it's amazing when you do bring someone in from out who can read the label 
I mean, we're inside the bottle. I can't read the label, right? And we're yeah. we're it's it's hard for us to sometimes be objective to different ways of looking at things or um, new ideas. And also, too, I know how we do things. I don't necessarily know the intricacies of a lot of other organizations, including organizations that are going to be a few steps ahead of us. That you know, uh, I'm totally. <laughs> well, Josh, it's been great having you as a guest here. Oh, hey, Todd. Uh, just let me get, just your, go let me ahead get and, your point of view on that. Go ahead and reveal your pain. We'll we'll work through that solution. There we right? go. There we go. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll let well, I'll the, let you take that on. Yeah. Well, there, there was there was a whole lot to unpack with that one, but I love it because you immediately flipped in to your pain and what you yeah, see yeah. and the value of bringing in an outsider. Oh, yeah. As an outsider, you don't have, as we say in the South, if you can't tell, but I don't have a dog in that fight, right? Mm. I can come in, I can see, I can tell you the truth. I, I'm not, uh, you can you can say certain things as an outsider that an insider wouldn't necessarily get away with. The, uh, the other, the significant value that we bring, and this is specifically on our B2B side, once we select the coaches with the, with the executive team, it's a third party, hands off, client, mm. doctor, attorney, privilege, those types of elements, because the 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 true leading the uh, you know leading with authority or leading brilliantly or whatever you want to call it, the true leaders out there, they know my people need a safe place to have a conversation. And we all know, been there, done that. what's what's uh, what's third what's non-judgmental today becomes career limiting or relationship ending tomorrow. We've all said something at somebody to a family member or a significant other or somebody that, oh, you said such and such a year ago or so, when they don't forget. So you need that third party private confidential conversation and you can meet people where they are. You can have consultative as well as prescriptive conversations and dialogue, but you need to diagnose. And then you understand this person I need to have based on their maturity, I can have a very consultative piece of dialogue. But others, they're, they, they've they not been there, done that, had that experience. They can be very technically adept, but now they're in a different, a different set of waters to swim in, and they're having to build and grow a team. So they've gone as an individual contributor of one, and now they're leading a team of who knows how many, or they were functionally in a role doing successful. Now they're in a completely different area. But it's listening, engaging with people where they are, feeding them in real time what they need. It's not a cookie cutter. It's not... Uh, I, I was talking with a guy one time. He said, yeah, I was using a coach. And the uh, first conversation was, well, name three things that you're really afraid of. And the guy named them off. <laughs> and the guy says, well, you have to recognize those three things could never happen to you. And Lewis just hung up the phone. He's like, I don't need that. <laughs> yeah. But engaging with people where they are. It's amazing, yes. the conversations. We bundle these people up. I say bundle, but we work with them for a year. It's a weekly 50-minute conversation. Lots of times it's good morning, how are you, what's going on, the world is great. Other times it's like the the wheels have fallen off the bus. I'm stuck, right? And people need a conversation when they need it about what's important to them. Yeah. Um, so, Todd, your website is clearpeg.com. Someone's been listening to our conversation like, okay, 
I, I feel like they've been talking direct. I feel like Todd's been talking directly to me. Josh has been talking a little bit too much sometimes to me, but um, where, where, you know, someone's been listening to a conversation, like, listen, I, I, at least I'd love to have a conversation, you know, kind of maybe pick your brain and see if maybe there's an opportunity to, you know, have you help out in some way. What do you recommend to folks? It's kind of that next step. Well, uh, clearpeg.com is an excellent place to start. There's uh, you can learn about, you learn about ClearPeg, but there's a there's an insights tab on there that I don't know. It's more than thirty different articles, things like that. That it's it's information you can grab. You can go there. You can also schedule time on there for you know grabbing a spot on my calendar. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, you can look to Todd White, or you can just do hashtag ClearPeg. Uh, I love meeting people on LinkedIn. Um, another, if you want to just ping me direct, I'm okay with that is Todd at clearpeg.com. Yeah. Todd White, again, founder, CEO of ClearPeg on the web at clearpeg.com. Todd, it's been great chatting with you. Thank you, Josh. It's been a pleasure being with Up My Influence. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.